And yes, welcome back in this Thursday afternoon. We got lots. We got plenty going on in Ottawa once again today. The truckers, the protesters being asked by police, essentially being told by police this time that it's time to move it along. It is time to leave Parliament Hill. Our Sean O'Shea, he is back in the nation's capital this afternoon. Have a listen first off to this. So Sean tweeted this a couple of hours ago, talking to one of the protesters inside the truck inside the cab of his truck. Have a listen. Dad, dog my life away. Who's going to take the truck? No, no, you got, you got a point. Don't worry. Let they it took my life away, sir. I was a hero. I faced the people with the COVID. I was good enough. I was good enough. My son is in the house. Playing games. Because he cannot go play outside. All right. Obviously, a lot of passion still exists in that protest and truckers were hearing uh, remaining steadfast and not heeding police warnings to uh, pack up and go home and leave. As I mentioned, that uh, was from Sean O'Shea's Twitter account. And Sean O'Shea will join us with a live report from Ottawa coming up at the bottom of the hour. So we'll talk to Sean coming up here in roughly uh, 20 minutes or so. Also, at the same time going on in Ottawa, House of Commons, they are busy right now debating the use of the Emergencies Act. That debate started about mid-morning. It continues. A vote could happen maybe later this afternoon. We're not exactly sure, but the House needs to vote on the Emergencies Act, and then it goes to the Senate, who we had reporting yesterday, have been recalled back to Ottawa for tomorrow, for Friday. Let's get to more on all of this and then welcome in political insider. Here's John Capabianco, a senior VP with Fleischman Hillard High Road, who joins us now. Hey, John, good afternoon. Hey, Jeff. Okay, uh, the Conservatives, uh, they say they will not be supporting the invoking of the Emergencies uh, Act. Uh, just what are we hearing from Conservatives in the House here uh, today? What argument are they making? Well, first off, I think it's important that this gets debated. Obviously, we're at a, a critical juncture in this situation, Jeff. I think that you know, we've, obviously, the, the prime minister's invoked the Federal Emergency Act. We've got this legislation that's being debated now in the House. Uh, we've got a you know a police chief in Ottawa who resigned, and we've underlining all this. We've got a a group of of protesters who I believe the ones that are left now, and you saw that from the earlier clip, are going to be um, are just not going to listen to to anything that's going to happen. So I, I worry, uh, like all of us do, sort of what what what's going to happen next because that's obviously going to be that's going to be critical. And I think the conservatives are. Um, are saying that very thing. Like, why do we get to this situation? How are we uh, at the stage now where we have to invoke an emergency act? We have to seize assets and, and finances from those that are protesting. And why weren't we able to fix this like we did with Coots, Alberta, and, and the Ambassador Bridge? So I think the Conservatives are just pushing back, saying, have we really done everything possible to get this resolved before we invoke this emergency act, which is obviously an extreme measure? So, in other words, have we invoked every possible police measure first? Well, yeah, because you know what? We, we saw that in some of the other insurrections that were happening, both in Toronto and, and Windsor at the Ambassador Bridge, and of course, mostly in, in Coots, Alberta, that a lot of them were, were dealt with before the Emergency Act was even invoked. And they were dealt with, with you know, police force and, uh, and, and discussions and negotiations with the, with the protesters. So they were all uh, disbanded relatively peacefully without any harm. And now we've got the situation in Ottawa, which is now into its third week, and, and, it's, and it seems to be intrinsic. I think the, the protesters who are there now are there for good. I'm not sure they're going to be leaving, depending on what happens. And, and one of the things that we heard from the prime minister when he invoked the Emergency Act, Jeff, was that he wasn't going to sub, sub, submit or bring in the military. 
Uh, now, there is an increased police presence there, and they're obviously making some huge moves today as we speak uh, to try to set up the stage there for, for what could very well be uh, some, some pretty heavy police action in the next uh, you know, 24 hours. Yeah, are the Conservatives, are they still maintaining, uh, John, I know the interim leader, uh, Candace uh, Bergen, uh, said earlier, I believe uh, this week, maybe late last week, that it's time to go home. It's uh, time for the protesters to go home. Is that still the message from Conservatives? Oh, very much so. And I, and I think they've been, uh, certainly the interim leader, Candace Bergen, has been saying that from the beginning. And, and one of the things that Candace said early on, and in fact, even when Aaron O'Toole was, was the leader at the time, they were saying to the prime minister, you know, is there some level of mediation? Can you can you talk to these folks? I think some of the one of the early problems, and again, now is not the time to talk what what ifs. I think now is the issue of trying to resolve this issue without any harm to anybody. But there's going to be some discussion about about why did we get to this stage? Why did the prime minister early on cause such a division with respect to this and and sort of you know label the protesters early on as as you know just insurrectionists. I think there could have been some time for us to be able to mediate with, with these folks early on that I think we lost that chance now. All right, let's uh, switch over to the uh, Liberals, the uh, government. Here's the Deputy Prime Minister, Christia Freeland, and she's saying uh, that and uh, telling us all that financial institutions have been instructed to start uh, freezing uh, certain Canadians' uh, bank accounts. John, have a listen to this. The names of both individuals and entities, as well as crypto wallets, have been shared by the RCMP with financial institutions and accounts have been frozen and more accounts will be frozen. All right. Really unprecedented, uncharted waters we're in here, uh, John. Uh, what do you make of this step by the government? Uh, and I think that's where some of the some of the conservatives and even some of the block MPs are, are worried about is the precedent that this sets. And, and at what stage can this happen potentially again in the future? So it is an extreme measure without a doubt. And, and obviously the government is trying to do everything they can and throw everything at this to try to, to, try to get some of the protesters to, to strip away. This could very well be a, a measure where, you know, even if you were to get, you know, a third of the protesters to, to leave as a result of the, this action, you know, they'll see that as a, as a potential win. But, you know, I, I think at this point, the government is, is so desperate that they're invoking the Measures Act and, and, and all of these financial penalties to try to get folks to w- get away on their own, because obviously towing the trucks uh, and getting rid of them physically is going to be a challenge in and of itself. So hopefully this might get some of them to move. All right. And finally, the NDP, where are they right now? Where are they standing in all of this? Uh, we're hearing that they uh, will once again uh, back the Liberals, that this Emergencies Act will uh, likely uh, pass with their support. Yeah, I think Jagmeet Singh is basically sort of playing that line where he's kind of given them the, the verbal support, but yet he's still kind of, you know, waiting to see what the legislation is. And, and obviously wanted to hear the prime minister this morning talk about, you know, what, what his plans are for this. So I suspect what will happen, Jeff, is that the NDP will support this. I think Jagmeet Singh has pretty much said he's going to. And that means that the Emergency Act will be law uh, and, and legislation will, will go through. So I think the NDP obviously are, are in a position where they, they feel they have to support this because if they don't, uh, then the Emergency Act is not, uh, that could very well be a confidence issue of the government that can cause a whole bunch of other problems. Okay, obviously, you know, there's a public safety uh, issue to all of this. There's a security issue. There's also a political component to uh, all of this as well. And uh, where do you think we are right now in terms of just, I don't know, I guess a historical moment, John. I mean, it, it really does uh, feel as if we're kind of on the uh, precipice of uh, something uh, something really uh, history-making and something that could have some uh, 
long-term uh, ramifications or implications, if you will, for all of the political parties. Without a doubt, it, it reminds me, and, and those that remember, of course, the FLQ crisis and, and you know uh, Justin's father, Pierre, invoking the War Measures Act and how historic that was. Uh, this has got the same kind of tone to it in a sense that this can go horribly wrong over the next 24, 48 hours. And I think that, you know, obviously the government and everybody wants to do what they can to ensure that, that this is disbanded peacefully. But, you know, what, what we're hearing from, from the, the, the truckers and the, and the protesters that are there who are just intrinsic and not going to move and police who are now in government, quite frankly, who are now forced to have to make the move. So, I think what's going to happen in the next 48 hours is going to be inc- incredibly cr- uh, uh, critical for us. But it'll this, no matter what happens, Jeff, this is a historic moment in Canadian history for sure. Mm-hmm. So finally, I want to ask you about this uh, poll that was released uh, earlier this morning that says two-thirds of Canadians now support uh, Trudeau's use of the Emergencies uh, Act. Uh, what, if anything, does that have to do with what we uh, see going on here uh, right now and for the uh, political fortunes of these uh, parties, uh, all of the political parties moving forward, do you think, John? Well, it gives it gives the prime minister, certainly the government, a bit of wind in their sails on, on this issue to say that, you know, two-thirds of Canadians support them. That's always a positive thing when, when something of, of this nature or this controversy is, is happening. They want to ensure that the public's on their side, as we're seeing. Uh, you know, there's a number of provinces who are actually against the prime minister's uh, uh, move towards this emergency act. There's a few like Ontario and uh, and a few others that are supportive, but there's quite a few that are not. So having you know two thirds of Canadians behind them uh, makes it a little bit more you know an argument a bit more pleasant for them to have to to have to give in, in the House of Commons, knowing that. But I would say, Jeff, I think Canadians like everybody who's watching this just wants this to go away, and if they see this as the last measure. To get that to happen, I suspect a lot of Canadians are saying, yeah, you know what, whatever it takes, because people in Ottawa are suffering, uh, and now it's getting international and, and um, um, other sort of attention, which which is not good. So politically, you know, the fallout is yet to be seen what will happen, but right now everybody's focusing on the next 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, speaking of the international uh, reaction in this making international news, the same poll that found two-thirds of Canadians are supportive of the Emergencies Act, also 71% of the those responding to this poll calling it an international embarrassment uh, for Canada, and 82% of Canadians saying that they believe the situation in Ottawa has gone on for too long. John, really appreciate the uh, conversation, and thanks for putting everything into context for us. Uh, we'll talk again. Thanks so much, Jeff. All right. Political insider John Capabianco is a senior VP with Fleischman Hillard High Road. And we're back after this. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna. And I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan. And I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.